Welcome back to another episode of Peology. This is the show where the people in the pews get to weigh in on a whole bunch of things. Uh, and we are specifically doing a series uh, on Wednesday nights here at the church discussing the issue of human sexuality. And tonight we talked about homosexuality. Oh, baby. So good. So Ooh. good. Okay. Were you surprised a little bit at, at how that went tonight? Um, were you disappointed? Were you angry? Were you frustrated? Was that what you thought I was going to say? What do you got? Well, I was just glad that no one shot you. I thought that was good. I thought that was good. Um, I appreciate your bravery in doing this. Right. A lot of pastors wouldn't. Yeah. With good reason. Yeah. But it needs to be done. Yeah. It does. It does. It does. I come from a background of a Lutheran church that split over this issue, uh, and I yeah. was a member of a Methodist church where I lived in Coral Springs, and they are in the process of splitting over this yeah. issue. Yeah. So um, it's difficult for churches to grapple with this, and I know that. Yeah. Um, Jesus was about love more than any other single thing and yeah. about caring for people yeah. and about forgiveness and grace. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be too. Yeah. So whether you agree that homosexuality is a sin or you have another opinion, um, we all can read the Bible and we know kind of what it says. <laughs> right. But apart from that, it, it also says we are to love and to care. Yeah. And so are we to judge one another and are we to point fingers? I don't think that's helpful. Yeah. And I don't think that that's constructive. So as a Christian, that yeah. is my personal point of view. I got gotcha. you. What do you think? Um, are you more – do you think you're more along the side where you say, oh, man, I know this is – I know there's something here, right? Because it is interesting because everybody here, no matter what you – set aside all the beliefs on homosexuality, right? Just think about your own sexuality, mm-hmm. your own like sexual makeup. And I'm not just talking about who you're attracted to. But everybody, it is interesting that every human being, you've thought about this, whether you agree with me or not, you've thought about it, everybody draws a line. It's as if we all innately know there is something that can go wrong in this area of our life that can be super destructive. Now, mm-hmm. whether or not that line, it, we can have completely different lines. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. your line can be completely different. Line. But the fact that you draw a line at all says something, right, about like mm-hmm. either the sacredness of this or the preciousness of this or what – like the the intimacy of what you do in, with your the expression of your sexuality. Mm-hmm. Is it it's, is that too big to think that way? Like it is no, interesting, right? No, I totally right? get it, right? So if you're like – oh, my gosh. We're on a church podcast, so yeah. – sorry. Sorry Our for everything. <laughs> sorry. Exactly. So, for example, somebody, somebody may have been like – spanking in the bedroom absolutely yeah. not right. but then tried it and been like oh my oh, do you know what i mean fantastic. next thing chains and whips please do you know what i mean yeah. like so but then if but at first it's like absolutely not no that's right. not what we do in the bedroom or or like oh no only missionary right we can't do it in any other position right. standing up absolutely not do you right. know what i mean so or even further like I, this sounds gross but I, let's do it we'll, we'll, we'll just erase it later if it gets too bad <laughs> what is but like no but i'm just saying like look I, I mean like think about like i know this sounds crazy but like like the fact that you drew an arbitrary line, you said, I'm not, I'm not ever going to sleep with my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you choose that? What, is there something wrong with sleeping with your cousin? Who said there was something wrong? Why would you assume that? Like, what's going on? Do you see what I'm saying? Like something's happening in us at some level where we go, no, this is okay. 
This is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Going Old Testament on us. Well, I, okay, let me get the whole one. family can like, play. Even one that everybody can agree with. Like everybody at this table. Yeah. Everybody at this table agrees. Like, hey, I'm not gonna I know this sounds extreme, oh but I'm well, not gonna have I'm not gonna have any sexual contact with a child, right? Yeah. Like you've right. all made that Absolutely. Like, right. And some of us didn't even have to think about it a lot, but we made that choice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it is interesting that we innately know that there are certain things that we can do with our sexuality that are not good. Mm-hmm. We're not just animals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But when you say ch- child, it made me think of when I was a child, how organically bodily exploration happened sure. and how organically bodily exploration with other children sure. occurred. Do you know what I mean? And not even in the like somebody's been diddled in the neighborhood. Now everybody's doing it. Do you know what I mean? But just kind of in a, oh, this, hey, it feels good when you do this. Really? What What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. look. And then here we are, all of us at the at the reading table, you know, doing w- wiggling <laughs> stuff. And the teacher's like, everyone stop that, you know? And, you know what I mean? But like so innocently yeah. pure. But there's also a part that I knew that I had in my head that was like, oh, I shouldn't tell a grown-up about this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, Which yeah. is also found, interesting, right? Yeah. As a young kid, I'm like, yeah, I yeah, found yeah. a thing that does a feeling, and I don't want to talk to mom about that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like shame, instant shame. Right. Yeah, that's instant very true. shame. The, which is, I know that sounds like it's almost that. like a given, no, but just no, the fact that there's something connected to our sexuality where we know there are lines and, and, and things can get crossed and people can get hurt and all of these things. Like, it's wild, right? It's almost as if God's law has been written on our hearts. Yeah, like something's there. From the moment that we're... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I find interesting? Because you were saying it's like... No, I I, I was deep in thought. Uh, It's funny that you would say that because just like, yeah, we have the... I don't know. It seems like we're at a point in time where some of these things where before you would not have said or brought it up or it's it's almost shameful or it's like, I'm not going to tell other people that I do that or whatever. Now you're talking about People, uh, absolutely, openly, it's, it's like, yeah, like it's, when I was a kid, like to even a, let's be real. I'm be like, real. Right, we're having do a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm 45 now. So when I was in middle school, even high school, if you were like, it was like an insult to even suggest that uh, another guy like masturbates, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's basically saying like you got to do it to yourself because you can't. Like yeah. now, it's almost nobody like shames anyone for masturbating. I don't you know, know where, where you went, like, but it was a sport thing when I was growing up. There was no, there was no shame in that. All the guys bragged really? about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there was no, definitely no. shame in that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of like for the extent of like like. Like how sad for you that you can't. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that you, you can't get a girl. Right, right, right. right. right, right. Yeah. Uh, was very different. <laughs> very yeah. different in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Over there, like an island boy. Yeah, the island boy. <laughs> very different experiences. <laughs> but oh my God. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, even uh, you know, from adults to to kids, uh, you know, adoles- adolescents, whatever, teens, just the way that it's talked about now more openly, where it's like there isn't. Any degree that was, of that was one of the shame points, that was one of the points I made tonight. How did you feel about that? One of the points I made tonight was we've been through the sexual revolution in our in our culture, and we live in a time that's 
definitely the most open sexually in the history of the world, right? You can pretty much do anything. Be with, I mean, with very, very limited restrictions, one being like children, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But other than that, and like farm animals, you know, like you can pretty much do what you want. You know what I mean? What about with whoever that? you oh, want, at any yeah. time you want, wherever yeah. you want, and with anybody watching. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, but it is interesting that we've been through this. It's as open as it's ever been. But I don't see like a society that somehow tremendously benefited from this. No. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I see a society that's as, as frustrated, specifically sexually, as they've ever been. Now we have, a, what, what, are the name, what do they call the guys that sit in their basements and play things and can't get a girl and they're playing their video games? What are they Nerds? Guys? No. Mike, what do they call those people? Come on, man. Help me out here. What do they call those people? There's a name? Yeah, the guys that... Say they, a nerd? They, are you thinking mad? Are you thinking of incels? Yeah. Yeah. Involunt- what? Involuntary celibates. Yeah. Yeah. And so oh. you, got, you got guys now, right? Literally. Wait, mm-hmm. what? No, in term where no, it's like it's like it's no. like yeah, I mean it, it's the stereotype of like a guy exactly who's like you know living in their mom's basement, the Cheeto dust all over their fingerprints. Right. They, they play video games ponytail. all day. They're angry at all women. They're, they're angry at all women because like no one wants them. So it's like it's an um, involuntary. They're celibate, but not because they want to be. Gotcha. It's, you know. So it, but there's this. So, so they're now the term. Yeah. Yeah. So now we live in the most. Sexually open, expressive time, and we have this whole new group, this subculture of people who are literally like stalking people online, doing crazy things to women, you know, attacking all this out of like anger. And I'm like, we haven't gotten happier. We well, seem to have gotten no, worse. Okay. That's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. But also, did we just maybe shine more of a light? Has it always been really bad? Because I mean, we're open about a lot more things that. In previous, like my mom's family would have been like, we don't talk about anything. Nobody has any issues. We, yeah. you know what I mean? We, no, we draw the curtains. Point. And so maybe we're, because here's the thing I grew up with this whole story about how shameful my stuff was and blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, you know what I mean? And so when my kids grow up and they're like, look, um, I'm touching my penis, I'm like, okay, yes, you are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, instead of you're being trying like, to no, like, that's dirty or bad. You're trying to exactly. So I'm not okay. saying, like, so it's kind of like, keep your hands clean. You do that in a private area. Don't touch anybody else and nobody else touches yours. Like, those are the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's your body. <laughs> exactly. Do not is going to fall off? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> is, that your, is that your upbringing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're gonna go blind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't Grass want don't them to a busy feel. Road. I didn't want them to grow up feeling that that disgusting monster shame that I did. That yeah. there was something terribly wrong with me more than anybody else. Yeah. Because. Yeah. But here's the one weird thing. Like, there's all these kind of weird dynamics between the two worlds. You know that, like today, almost every. You look this up. Look it up for yourself. So, almost every survey that they do about sexual fulfillment and sexual happiness. Happiness. You know, the, the, the people in society that are most sexually happy, most Everybody's sexually happy. You know who they are? Married people. Married people. Yeah, married people. <laughs> Almost every survey, everyone you can look at, I mean, it's always like married people between 33 and 45 or 33 mm-hmm. and 56 that have been married for t- five or 10 years or whatever it is. Those are the happiest and getting it the most. I'm out. Is that your experience? <laughs> that your experience? <laughs> That's my experience. <laughs> he goes, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> This thing about it, what we've done as a society is like that plan B mentality is like you're in a relationship and you already have a plan B, C, and D of like if it goes wrong, you know, it's like you already have somebody else that you can catch up to. Like there's no way that there could be any any type of like real relationship in that when you're already thinking of like, well, if this doesn't work, I'm out, you know, and you could just get somebody the next day. We've, we've thought of qual- of quantity more than quality, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why there's like heartbreak after heartbreak because usually – 
one of the two people catches feeling and the other one doesn't, and then it ends. And then you move on to the other person and you bring off all that baggage of being hurt from somebody else. It's like an endless mm-hmm. cycle of, of damage that you do to one another that it's, it's you know, that we've thought that we've made it better and you really haven't. You got, uh, we were specifically talking about homosexuality tonight. Do you have um, homosexual friends that you have uh, talked about faith with or, or, mm-hmm. or attended church with yep. or or tried to do any like um, spiritual community with? Absolutely. Yeah. I have a very dear friend. Um, have any of you been stabbed in the leg when you were in sixth grade because you weren't gay? No. Probably not. I was like, I but, have gotten stabbed, but not like that. Yeah. He was stabbed in the leg with yeah. a compass. You know what those are? The, oh, yeah. 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 Old school because he was, you know, he was ridiculed his whole life. Yeah. And it was not his choice. He was born very effeminate. Yeah. He's a wonderful human being. His choice is to be celibate because he struggles with this whole issue. Yeah. And what to do, what to do, what to yeah. do. And he's very lonely. And I feel horribly sorry for him. I've been trying to talk him into moving up here so he could be my neighbor and he could have some better friends because it's been difficult for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm really I'm really saddened by that. Of course. I had some neighbors where I lived before that were gay, and it was a gay couple. They were very, very good neighbors, and I was grateful for them. They invited me to their parties, and I would go for a short time and leave because they were not the kind of parties that I normally <laughs> would go to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they'd lived a different lifestyle and I'm not, Yeah. but they had all their friends up from Wilton Manor and they, that's fine. That's how they lived. And I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, but we have got to understand and come to the place, I think in our society where we realize that we have got to stop making life difficult for people who are different for whatever the reasons, Yeah. unless it's a criminal behavior that. But why are we doing this? Why? I guess maybe we have to feel better ourselves. Well, you know, I'm not that way. Yeah. Is that why we do this? I don't know. But why have we decided it's okay to pick on people yeah. who are different than we are because of their skin color or their accent or their sexual choice? Yeah. And sometimes that sexual choice is not necessarily a choice. I was a drug and alcohol counselor where I lived in Illinois. And I'll never forget a man that I was working with who told me when he was five years old, his parents had a party and everybody left and it was late. So they went to bed and didn't clean up. And he got up in the morning and there were all these glasses that they had left in the living room. And he started going around and sampling them. And when he told me he was five years old and the first drink he took, he was home. Mm-hmm. He was missing that component in his body chemically. Yeah. Now, does that give him the reason or the right to go out and drink until no. no? But for him, now I'm very fortunate in that I can have a drink or not. Doesn't bother me one way or the other. But he wasn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to respect that in some people. They are really struggling with these things. It's very difficult for them. Yeah. And who are we to think that we're better than that? Yeah. I I think uh, as a society we 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 live and thrive now, especially in the United States, on fear. Mm-hmm. So there's this fear of like if there's, for example, in, in this particular subject, homosexuality, like mm-hmm. homosexuals are out there and they're just trying to convert everybody to be a homosexual. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. yeah. Converting the heterosexuals. Yes, yeah. like converting the heterosexuals. <laughs> no, I understand and, what you're and, saying. And you know, yeah. like I, I, when mm-hmm. I lived in New York, I, I worked at a, at a building that was really close to the Juilliard School. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of homosexual people that came in. I had a lot of homosexual friends. Not one of them ever 
was like disrespectful, trying to turn you out, right? Yeah. Trying to turn me the other way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was nothing like that. And we were really cool friends. Like they knew that I was fully into girls a lot. And uh, but that's the thing that I think, like as a society, we always it seems to me that everything is like, oh, that's gay, that's gay. They're trying to turn everybody gay. They just trying mm-hmm. to turn everybody gay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's no um, instances where there's kids that are confused that you know, could be swayed to thinking that they're gay when they're not. It happens. But every there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Like, everything happens. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand mm-hmm. why, like, we, we thrive on fear to, to you know, to to accomplish anything that, that we that is our worldview. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's I, easier to mobilize people or whatever to gain a following based on fear. Because if yeah. I can get you scared of something, then... Yeah. You're all in. Yeah. I mean that's how it is. So many things. That's that's how it starts. Let's instill a fear and then all right, well, we have to fight against this thing because it's it's we're so afraid of it, you know? Or we're not gonna say we're afraid, we're just doing the right thing. But really it, it starts with instilling a fear. Let's be let's be um presumptuous for a moment. Like, how do you think Jesus would handle this? Like, how do you think, like, if instead of me, if Jesus is the pastor at the mm-hmm. vine, right? And this is super presumptuous to even begin to think how <laughs> Jesus would handle it, right? Like, who are we to, to figure out what Jesus would do? But let's say Jesus is the pastor at the vine. It's not me. And how do you think he handles? He, he would say, throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. He'd handle with love. He would yeah. handle it like that. Throw the first He wouldn't stone. want to turn anyone away from church. Yeah, and if any church is turning someone away because they're gay or because they're black or whatever those issues are, shame on that church. Yeah, mm-hmm. all people should be welcome and loved. Mm-hmm. I always I I have this conversation a lot with with uh, friends of mine that have opposing view with this, right? Okay, and I think that's that's what I was saying, like God's timing. So if you already right off the bat are telling them that they're not welcome, when are they ever going to have you know the chance to come in and hear God's, God's words, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't mean come in. And three to five weeks later, you're like, well, you know, you have to change everything about you. Like, you're still not giving God his mm-hmm. time to where you wanting to do things within your time. Well, don't you think there's something even bigger there that's going on, right? Like, take, for example, like when, when a Christian community or an individual Christian or a pastor makes the issue at the very beginning of a relationship, whether or not you're gay or straight, then you're, from the very beginning, what you're communicating to the person who may or may not be gay, let's say they are gay, um, what you're communicating to them is this is your main issue, mm-hmm. which is weird because that's not the gospel. The gospel isn't this is your main issue. The gospel is this is just one of a whole bunch of things exactly. that describes our humanness right. yeah. and our need for God, right? Like that's the whole gospel. And to mm-hmm. make to single out any one thing mm-hmm. – is to do is to do two things. One, it's to misidentify a person's brokenness, mm-hmm. right? It's to it's to give them a very narrow and complete view of their own brokenness. Because maybe maybe they've also got a problem with gluttony. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they've got a problem right. with like right. maybe they're liars. I don't, I don't know what they are. You know, what I'm who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But on top of that, it also basically says I don't have that problem. You so do. Better. In yeah. some way, I can. I've I've mm-hmm. I've. I've I'm better than myself, you. Myself, and mm-hmm. I'm looking down on your one thing, right. which is not really your one thing. But I'm going to make it your mm-hmm. one. Thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's a weird dynamic yeah. when when you make that like a hurdle to enter into a community of faith. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can come here as long as we deal with this, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Like, 
when <laughs> when like when you when like when homosexual like homosexual people look at you as a, as a Christian and they're surprised that you're loving and welcoming. Yeah. You know, and they see you as like an abnormality within your your people. Then there's no, something to be said about the, mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. faith community. I've shared a couple of times before that we had a uh, my wife and I when we did foster care, we did foster care. Uh, we we hosted foster care here at the church, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there was probably fifty people in the class, and there was one lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. And partly because my wife and I don't like there's there's a certain group. Oh, I hate to say this out loud, but there's like a certain group of Christians that my wife and I don't function well with, mm-hmm. like the super, mm-hmm. right? I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. down upon everybody, hypocritical Christians. And so you could just kind of tell that everybody's like, no, well, next to these two people, what are they doing here? Because it was in a church and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I are like, okay, we're putting it in X. Number one, we were hosting it at our church. We were like, well, this is going to stop. So we went and sat next to this couple and really formed a really great relationship with yeah. them. And they and they happened to be two nurses and they were taking in terminally ill foster care people. So it was like, Right. Yeah, yeah. Did you get any better than these yeah. people? Mm-hmm. They're the right. nicest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Wow. And I, th- this is the funny part, though. Um, she sent me uh, one of the one of the gals sent me on Sunday morning a, t- a picture of a text they received from their 18 year old teenage daughter home from college, and they said, "Hey," she said, "Hey, we're coming to church this morning, and we're bringing our uh, our college whatever blah 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 freshman, and here's what she wrote, and she wrote." I have to go to church with you today. I'm going to need to see who these people are that have accepted you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I just thought that was so sad. Yeah. Right. It, and is. it was yeah. like, I was like, what yeah. a statement that yeah. she's shocked yeah. that there's some pastor who's like, mm-hmm. I really like these people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's hang out. Let's have pizza together mm-hmm. at my house and like, you know, get That's to know each other. That's my experience with church my whole life. Right. And I've been to multiple churches right. and I've I've been like I'm done with this. You know what I mean? And but my problem in my understanding was I thought that the people were the church and that has never been the case because the people are going to mess up no matter what. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. And and what I really like about this church and and the way that you present information yeah. is it's not just at face value. There's more to it yeah. and like the actual gospel truth. But um, there have been churches where I'm like, this is it. I'm feeling it. And then all of a sudden it's like, and you're really bad because of this specific thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and I'm out. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just can't because it just doesn't resonate with me. So yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like this is what happens for me. Like when you were asking, like, is homosexuality a sin? And everybody goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, I get angry no. because it sounds so judgmental mm. as if you don't have some stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's why. See, but I see yeah. it different. Like when I say, yeah, like proudly is because mm-hmm. I say it like, yes, but no different than any other sin that we Amen. do every day. That's right. That's kind so, of like what and, I mean by and I I'm say hearing it probably, that yeah. now with you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, but like. The first time I was listening to sure. the podcast mm-hmm. that you had where you yeah. guys did a whole homosexuality, yeah. I, I plugged it in and it was listening and it was like, is homosexual? And all the guys were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even the thought. So like, and I was like, and I'm done. Like you know I'm the voice, like, right? I'm yeah. divorced. I will never tell anybody that that wasn't a sin. It was a sin for me to get divorced. Oh, you're divorced. Okay, I'm divorced. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's a sin. Like for me to say that it wasn't a sin, it would be going against what the Bible says. Like right. the Bible says mm-hmm. it's a sin. It doesn't say, but it's a sin. So it is okay. Like... To say I'm a sinner, like there's this, there's this gratefulness from, mm-hmm. from Jesus mm-hmm. that I have from like knowing that I'm I don't try to continue on them and I do try to like, you know, live mm-hmm. in His image as much as I can. Yeah, but I am a sinner and I don't see mm-hmm. anything that anybody else does any different than mine. Right, like grace is a beautiful thing until you have to extend it. 
yeah. to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I say, yeah, probably yes, it's a sin. <laughs> but it's no different than, you know, any of the millions of things that we do daily. Yes. Mm-hmm. But my experience with the church is that the word sin has been weaponized. Do you know what I mean? I understand. Like you're a sinner. This thing makes you as if. As if I there's a group that something. isn't a sinner. Yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. Right. 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 I'm in that group. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like if I did something, that's like, we're not sinners, if I was but... better, then I could make it to the yeah, level like I, that you yeah. are, yeah. to which we're like all the pearly. <laughs> Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. I never yes. thought about it like that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it's categorized in a way, exactly, where it's like there's certain things where, you know, uh, you know first of all, that's an easy sin to uh, pinpoint because it can be you know, externally seen. In in some cases. Some cases you can't necessarily. Yeah. But what about the sin, yeah, that, that we you know just care yeah, that we were like so we're like, I'm not telling anyone about that one. Yeah. But you got it, right? So, I have friends and family. Yeah. Friends and family who I think are fantastic Christians in in so many areas. Th- their church runs a rehab center with welcome, loving arms. They accept you know, people who are trying to get out of the clutches of addiction and they work with them and this, oh, come on. And then, they're, they're, you know, they're part of the, and that's fantastic. <laughs> These friends and family that I know from this church are very, very, like, specific about, like, homosexual. Like, that's their, that's the thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's almost like worse than anything else you could possibly right. do. And I'm like, Shooting up heroin? Totally fine. How, how did you love another man? You are loving like, him and taking care of him like, and holding him at night? Like, where do you come to the point where, where it's like a, like a hierarchy of sin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, and that's the top dog. And since, yeah, since you're, you're so much better because that's the one that you don't, you know. But again, meanwhile, you might have a guy sitting in your pews who... Mm-hmm. Is doing some crap to kids or whatever, yeah, or really, you know, and he's yeah. he's not saying anything about it, but he presents well. Mm-hmm. Comes in wearing a suit every Sunday, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, he's oh no, he's or, he's he's brother or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's here every week and this mm-hmm. and that. Okay, but just because you don't see the outward expression of that sin is, you know, I don't know. It, it's that that whole. I I think at a certain I mean throughout life I've I've been able to like learn and 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 you know see different things and I think when I was younger I had a different perception a different uh idea of homosexuality uh than I do now and and how you know you know how it's uh like we discussed a, a sin of uh choice not a sin of condition you know or backwards yeah right yeah. right uh and so so you know, I I used to I, I used to be of the mentality where it was like, well, how how could you know how could anyone be born gay? Because like if 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 it's such a sin and 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 they're gonna go to hell, then then did God make a mistake? Like making yeah. gay like because if someone's born gay, then you're admitting that God is like you know yeah. no 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 that's not how it works yeah because it's brokenness like anything else is brokenness. Yeah. So just like you said, how there could be yeah. spiritual, physical, yeah. mm-hmm. mental brokenness, how come there can't be sexually broken? I think sexual broken. I think that's the point that everybody. And once gets. I got to understand that, you know, then it was like that completely changed yeah. how I, I felt about. I that think this is topic. all a response because I grew up in a very conservative Christian background, mm-hmm. um, and we were told, you know, sex is a very shameful thing. Like you just don't like we were like in general mm-hmm. sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just oh no, all oh, yeah. sex. Like, homosexuality. Together? If you do that one, mm. I mean, 
death to you. Instant hell. Excommunication. I mean, but I think part of that is a response of the history of what's happened sexually um, in the past hundred years. Like you were talking about yeah. the sexual mm-hmm. revolution. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the sexual revolution um, like brought all of that out in the open, and the Christian American Christians were like, "Oh, we have to completely." go in the opposite direction of that culture, mm-hmm. which is fine. But then they, like like what we were talking about, they kind of weaponized it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it became the top dog that we have to, like sexuality and all of that needs to be gone. And so it became very taboo, promiscuous, like we don't want to talk about it. Um, and now it's kind of bitten Christians in the butt because we don't talk about it. And now we look, we're look we looked at as like, you know, bigots and all of this kind of stuff. When yeah. we say things like homosexuality is a sin, yeah. it, but we're not... We're not, we don't explain it well enough to where we're like, hey, this is a condition of the heart, just like every other thing, like like being a habitual liar, right. being a thief, um, you know, being someone who wants to please others um, because they're just a person that craves attention. You know, they don't they don't equate that with the same kind of right. level of sin, right? Because I think it's a response from that era um, and over the history of the whole LGBT. Um, stuff um, that's just a mm-hmm. an overreaction mm-hmm. to that sin. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let me ask a tough question. We got to wrap it up for tonight, but let me let me ask. So, so for you personally, like you've got a friend, and um, they're about to get married, and they're gay. Do you go? Yes. You yeah. don't go. What do you do? Totally going. Going? Okay. Yes. Yeah, going, supporting. If you need to be a bridesmaid, you're in. I'm in. <laughs> okay. What do you if think? I need to be a bride's person, I'm in. <laughs> I would have a problem if the wedding was in church. That would be right. difficult right. for me, but yeah. I sure would be at the reception. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and in fact, I did that yeah. with some neighbors yeah. that I had, and I had a wonderful time. Yeah. So. Oh, interesting answer. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's nothing that I've ever thought about. I, I don't know. I, I, I. It's not something that I'd shut down right away. It's 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 something I still I think have to think about. I do know people who are are, are gay, and I I know a married gay couple. You know mm-hmm. who who are f- super guys, like great people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I hate saying it like that because it's like, it's I, like got oh, a, I got so one gay, I got a gay friend. Like, they're gay, <laughs> they're, gay, but they're okay. Gay. They're actually good people. Yeah, I, I also have a black friend. Like, <laughs> right, right. No, I hate saying it. Like, what if they're black and gay? Oh my. But what I'm saying is, I, I'm never, I love you. It's, it's love never you. even been a thing that's that's come up. But whereas yeah. maybe before, I would have completely just shut it down right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's like oh, it's probably something I I could consider. I, I'd right. have to mm-hmm. think about it and put yeah. it over. Here. What do you think? I would go hands down. Like okay. if it was one of my kids, I would go. So why wouldn't I go to my friends? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Christian or non-Christian? Uh, interesting thing. I don't know. Let's say one. Let's say one of each. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's cheating. One Christian, one you Jew. Only, you only go for half an hour. Wait, so they're unequally yoked? <laughs> they're also unequally yoked. They're Judeo-Christian yoked. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. Um, okay, so non-Christians, honestly, I, I'm in a, I'm in a, in an opinion where non-Christians will do what non-Christians will do. So it's not um, about the homosexuality. It's about the if you're a Christian. Or right. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. As a, as a Christian, mm-hmm. you know, if you're putting Christ first, um, you're not making that sin first in your life. Therefore, bringing it out in the open and celebrating it and making a union of it in front of God and everybody, um, you know, because again, it's like, are we going to celebrate, you know, adultery? 
Right. We're gonna celebrate. You right, know, let me ask one more time. Let me ask. So as long as it's behind closed doors, you're okay. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that either. That's I'm basically not, what we're saying, though. But, as, I, as, but as I'm saying, I'm saying that across the board, it's it's wrong. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, I'm not saying like they're not saved or something. Right. I'm just saying I can't just come out and go and participate oh, yeah, it's fine. In, their, in their union. I, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on, to me, again, yeah. biblically, I can't. <laughs> I, I know you're freaking out. <laughs> no, I'm not. Freaking out. It's about the timing. I yeah, just want to. Yeah. No, go ahead. So I'm just curious. If you're out to, like, say you guys are going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings after this, right? And you're hanging out. And it's just the dudes, right? And and what's your name? Juan. Juan. Okay. Juan for tonight, he's a total pervert, right? And he's talking to you. And that's the waitress <laughs> goes by with those tiny little booty shorts. And he's like, dang, look at all that. What she's got, blah, blah, blah. Are you going to be like, hey, man, that's not cool. Or are you the he kind would. of guy that's going to go? He probably would. He would. Absolutely. I would. I would tell you that. I would. But you would. He 100% would. And that's my thing is that it's so often like like that sort of thing. That's absolutely a sin, right? The Bible would absolutely call you going, dang. Yeah, yeah, told, yeah, yeah. Like picking and choosing. But, but yeah. we don't go, you're sinning. That's yeah. the one. But if you're gay, it's like, you know, that's a sin, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. why, right, why point again, it out if again. we're not going to be pointing mm-hmm. out all of them? I think that marriage you're stealing is a little cable. bit more, though. Why but aren't we I talking th- about but that? I think, but you have to agree that like – I think you can agree that – with your with this point that why a person would struggle right because mm-hmm. there is something there is something intrinsically unique about marriage right like if we were all sitting here and we were catholic we would look at it completely different but we're protestants so it's a little harder for us but catholics would say like hey remember there are only a couple things right there's that, a history lesson there yeah, yeah there's a she there's know what protestant means uh, like non-Catholic, okay, like Christian non-Catholic Martin so, Luther. Yeah. So like, but think about it. There's, like, if you look at the like, like, there's only a couple institutions that the church governs, right? One of them being marriage, right? Like the idea of like, hey, this is a sacred thing before God in a church, blah 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 blah. It's under the umbrella. We typically, as as Protestants, don't necessarily have quite that level of high church view of it. And then secondly, a lot of of cultural Christians today look at marriage and they think of it more as a state institution than a faith institution, Mm -hmm. right, primarily. But for the people that do hold a traditional faith institution and spiritual institution, this would be a very challenging question. Mm -hmm. The idea of, okay, I love these Mm -hmm. people, but... This is something that God ordains and governs, and I'm not sure we should be mixing these two mm-hmm. concepts together. That's a hard thing for a lot of. But go to the reception; it's fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. I, I look at marriage as a faith. Thing. Like we had that discussion. That so, can I ask legal definition? And, and by sacred. the way, by the way, I wouldn't go to a straight couple's wedding. I don't like going to weddings yeah, anyway. So, like, but, yeah. I'm not going okay. to a wedding anyway, no matter what. Probably. So it's like it's, I know, but you hate marriage right now. Do you? No. <laughs> do you go to? Do you go to a wedding of two people who've already been divorced? Because mm. oh, good return. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. That's you, fair. You all went. Right. Yeah, you all went. You all. <laughs> I did go. I did go. You all went. So then. No, it's then, fair. It's a, it's a fair. That's a really fair That's and challenging a really good question. I haven't only my own, and that's yeah. done over to. <laughs> okay. God bless you. Let me ask one more. Let me ask one more, even tougher question, just oh, about God. this. Then we got to wrap it up. Okay. What if it was your child? What do you mean? I'm going. Okay. Yeah, we get it. You're in. You're in. What if it was your child? 
I can't answer that right now. A I'd have one. to. I have it's to, a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough, tough one. one. What do you think? Hard to answer to? Yes. Need some time? What do you think? I'm I'm there. You're going? Hey, baby. Christian or non-Christian? What if it's your daughter? Yes. What happens then? What do you do? I, I Not know. a church wedding, just a wedding. But what if she's struggling with her relationship with Christ and she decides that for, for right now, I'm mad at God and no, screw the church. Or, or, or what if she doesn't want to get married in the church? She recognizes, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to be at the courthouse, or it's going to be at the lakefront, or, or it's going to be what? Would it? Would it? Could you say no to that? If she's thinking of it as a spiritual union, like again, yeah, as it would God's be tough. It's, it's, it's really worldview for you. It's really like connected yeah. to faith. I always, I, I, I try to look at things. I'm sorry, I'm, I try to look at things through a biblical lens. Yeah, but think um, about this. Think so about I'm the just, challenge of it, right? I, I'm, pre- I'm presenting the question because I know it's tough, and I, and I'm making everybody squirm. I get that. Because I want you to answer the question too. I know, but think about it. Like yeah. you're making a decision right there, and I, I get the fact that you, why you would pass and have to think about it, because you're making a decision there that maybe should be informed by your faith, but you recognize that at the moment you make that decision, it may mean the termination of a relationship or the mm-hmm. ending of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Would Jesus go? Would Jesus go? Would Jesus it? go? Well, well, he didn't. He did go to the reception. And he did go to the reception. Remember when he did? Right. He at least That's went right. to the reception. He did go to the reception. To me, oh, it also would matter how their relationship was. Okay. All right. What do you um, mean? And I have a friend. In fact, two of them. Dave and Netta Jackson. They're Christian okay. authors. I don't know okay. if you know who they no. are. Dave has written a wonderful book. I'll give you a copy. Yeah. Um. And they're, he had edited books about homosexuality. They're very right-wing, or yeah. they were, evangelicals yeah. from Wheaton, Illinois. Okay. Okay. And um, their daughter came out to them gay. Okay. And he had to just kind of turn his head all the way around. It was very difficult for them, and that's what his book is about. And it's really well-written. Oh, and, wow. But he edited, um, do you know the Exodus ministry, what yeah. that was? Okay. Sure. So the guy who started that, he edited the book with him and oh, wow. put that out there. And he was signing up for everything this guy yeah. was selling. Yeah. And he doesn't anymore. Right. And this man who wrote the book, The Exodus Guy, yeah. he no longer is I know. selling it. Wow. Okay. He said, wait a minute. I realize it can't be done. Yeah. I can't, nobody is converted, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. including me. Yeah. You know. So um, my point in saying all this is his daughter married and they have a committed relationship and they have children. And, yeah. you know, if you have a situation like that, I don't know, maybe then I would would go. Yeah. I might. Yeah. But if it's just sort of, uh, oh, well, you know, let's either get married in church or go to Vegas. I'm not sure which. And this is fun. Right. And this is marriage saying. number three, I think. Or is it four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could change things. Yeah. That, yeah, I'm also never going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, get married by Elvis there, you know. I'm never going to Vegas. People too. No, that's fair. 60s yeah. to be this grouchy. Think, yeah. I think what the question proposes, though, is mm-hmm. that sometimes it's it's easy to hypothetically – or ethereally hold mm-hmm. certain um, either faith views, moral views, religious views, but when you have to carry that view out in the real world and where where relationships can be hurt, it is a different thing, isn't it? That's why it's hard yeah. to answer those questions. And yeah. it's, it's hard yeah. to like respond. It's hard to go, oh gosh, I don't know. That's a that's a mm-hmm. difficult one. Mm-hmm. All right, as far as we can go tonight, thank you guys for joining us. Let's gotcha. do this again next week. How about this same group next week? Okay, that's all right. Okay, we'll be back. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it, bye.